Hey y'all, this is Father Bryson. Welcome back to our daily podcast as we walk through our family prayer, the Our Father. Today, we shift from the first three petitions, which are directly about God, to the last four petitions, which are, of course, related to God, but are in particular about us. Remember St. Thomas Aquinas, he said that our Father teaches us not only for what we ought to pray, but in what order we ought to pray for it. So first, we pray for the glory of God's name. Second, we pray that God's kingdom might come in the world, like that that we might extend his reign by our evangelization to all the nations. And third, we pray that his will might be done, that we might be saved, and that we might be obedient to the will of our Father who loves us and who cares for us. And now we begin to say, give us, forgive us, Lead us not. Deliver us. Now we're asking God for that which we need. Because, you see, once we recognize that God is Father, once we recognize that God is all-powerful, then we can have the confidence to cry out to Him. Because we know that by His omnipotence, by His power, he, He can help us. And that because He is Father, because He is good, because he, is cares, he cares for us, he will help us. So in praying the first half of the Our Father, we have declared that God can help us and that God will help us. And now, in the second part of the Our Father, we ask God for the help that we need. And the first place that we need help is, give us this day our daily bread. And there are two meanings to this passage. Number one is that, We're just asking God for what we need for the day. Because we trust that he's going to provide for tomorrow and for today. We're not worried about tomorrow. Do not worry about tomorrow, Jesus says. For the sufficient for the day is its own evil. There's the birds of the air and there's the flowers of the field. They don't worry about where the birds, where they're going to get food. The flowers don't worry about how they're going to be clothed. But the Lord provides for them. So our Father is calling us to trust each day that he will provide for us. Give us this day our daily bread. God, help me to trust that you will provide each day for my needs. In the, in the Old Testament, when God's people were wandering around in the desert, you remember when we talked about our family story and we heard about how our fathers in the faith and our mothers in the faith were wandering around in the desert? God provided them with supernatural bread from heaven. They called it manna, which is just Hebrew for what is it? Or manhu, what is it? Whatever it was, it was food. It was kind of like bread. And God provided it for them. But God told them through Moses, the prophet, don't gather enough for more than one day. Don't gather enough for two days. If you do, it's going to spoil. Why would God do that? Because he wanted them to trust him to provide every single day. So at one time, there were some people who who went and they gathered enough for two days. And they ate the stuff for the first day. They ate the manna for the first day. And then the next day they got up and they wanted to eat some more manna. And they found that it was infested with worms. God was serious. Trust me. I will provide for you. There was one exception to that, though. 
it was on Friday. The Jews were not permitted to work on Saturday, on the Sabbath day. Just as we Christians, following the day that Jesus rose from the dead, do not work on Sunday. So on Friday, our ancestors in the faith would go out and they would gather twice as much manna. They would gather enough for Friday and for Saturday. And every time, it never spoiled. And they had enough for Friday and Saturday. So let me be clear. If they went out on Thursday to get the manna and gathered enough for two days, it, by Friday, the second batch would spoil. But when they went out on Friday and gathered enough for two days, the manna lasted all the way through Saturday. Why? Why would God work a miracle like that? To prove the point that he will provide for us. To prove the point, we don't have to work ourselves to death. We don't have to try to do this on our own. Surely we must work. And surely we have to work hard. Pray and work, St. Benedict says. We must use the gifts that God has given us. And we must be diligent. We can't be lazy. The Lord is very clear in the scriptures, especially in places like Wisdom and Sirach, that laziness is a great evil. But we also must trust Him. Honestly, as, I, as I'm speaking these words, I'm, I'm convicted um, about how much I work and how I might be able to trust the Lord more. Where could you better trust the Lord to provide for you? Yes, working hard. But no, not thinking that you have to do it all yourself. That's the first meeting. Give us this day our daily bread. Asking God to provide for us precisely what we need each day, just like he provided for our fathers in the faith, the Hebrew people. But that's not the only meaning of give us this day our daily bread. Because uh, the word for daily, daily bread in Greek, it, it can mean daily, but taken literally, it actually means super substantial. Oh, what is that? That means like um, of a something like of a higher substance. Give us this day our super substantial bread. Give us this day that's, I don't know, a bread that's above the substance of this world. Give us this day. See, Jesus is alluding here to the Holy Eucharist, the miraculous bread from heaven, which he speaks of in John chapter 6, which he gives to us at the Last Supper and which he provides for us every day at Mass. That's why it's fitting that we have Mass. As Catholics, we have Mass every single day. Eastern Orthodox don't do that. Roman Catholics, every single day. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our super substantial bread. Give us this day the Eucharist, the bread of life. Jesus Christ himself, body, blood, soul, and divinity, who comes to dwell in us, who comes to heal us, who comes to provide for us with all that we need, and who comes to take us to heaven. I'll end with this. It's a quote from an early church father, St. Peter Chrysalinus. The Father in heaven urges us as children of heaven to ask for the bread of heaven. Christ himself is the bread who, sown in the virgin, raised up in the flesh, kneaded in the passion, baked in the oven of the tomb, reserved in churches, brought to altars, furnishes the faithful each day with food from heaven. So I encourage you, if you don't go to daily Mass, 
try to get to daily mass one day this week. If you live in Morgan City, um, we have mass at, on Monday through Wednesdays at 5.30 in the afternoon. We've got mass at 8 o'clock this Wednesday morning with the school children. We've got uh, mass on at 9 o'clock on Friday morning with the high schoolers. Um, over at Sacred Heart across town, they have mass at 6.30 a.m. I, I believe it's every morning. If you, if, you, um, if you don't come to daily Mass, I invite you to see if you can try one day a week fitting daily Mass into your schedule. And come and ask the Lord for the trust that He might provide for your daily bread. Come and ask the Lord to receive, or rather, come and ask the Lord for the trust to provide for your daily bread as you come to receive the super substantial bread his very own body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Holy Eucharist. So I hope to see you at daily Mass. I certainly can't wait uh, to see you at, at Sunday Mass if you live around Morgan City. And uh, wherever you live, stay close to the Eucharist. Trust in Jesus. Remember that every time you pray the Our Father, God bless you.